Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host, and in this episode, we are continuing our discussion about Last Night in Soho, the latest from the imagination of director Edgar Wright. My guest is Joe Hammerschmidt from the Seattle Film Critics Society and 98.9 The Bull here in Seattle. Now, from this point forward, this is a spoiler filled discussion for our spoiler free discussion please check out my previous episode and go watch last night in soho now playing only in theaters Right. So now that we've uh, we've done the uh, non-spoiler review for last night in Soho, let's um, there. There's a there's a little bit to unpack here. Yeah. Because um, so yeah. So from this point forward, we're going to talk freely about spoilers. If you have not seen last night in Soho, stop what you're doing. Stop this podcast. And well, listen to the first part of it, and then yeah, yeah go. listen to the first part. But then but then pause it, and yeah. then head to your local theater. Yeah, and, and, come, and, back. and then come, come and back, come back, come back, please come back, <laughs> come back, come back, <laughs> tweeting my whistle out there out in the frozen water. Come back, tweet, tweet, tweet. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so because it was interesting, I, I was I was chatting with uh, a couple of our friends from uh, from Ally Global Marketing there at the table checking folks in and they were chatting amongst themselves. Uh, one of them had already seen the movie. And they they were chatting and it's like, oh, that's a oh, that's that's kind of a um, a spoiler. And uh, the other gal uh, said, well, hey, is there stuff to uh, spoil in this movie? Oh, yes, that there there is definitely plot elements that are uh, spoilery. And I, I don't have the the release in front of me, but the note from the studio uh, in our press invites from Allied was something like, um it doesn't explicitly say no spoilers, but it says like avoid discussing topics about the plot or I, I forget what it was. I'll, I'll have to dig it up. See if I see if I can find it here um, on the quick, but basically that that's what it was. It's like there, there is um, uh, I, I don't know if I want to call it a twist ending, but the um, it, it is certainly, a surprise ending. Yeah, yeah, it had it, it definitely had me like, whoa, what the heck? I was I wasn't expecting this. We we discussed in our non-spoiler portion that you know th- there's so much world building at the beginning and so much scene setting and so much that is being set up that that it ends up being like a little bit of a slow burn. Uh, the movie is, but then like once it goes 
and it goes hard. It was one of those things where like, I was kind of blown back in my chair a little bit. I'm like, Oh, that's right. This is a horror movie. I forgot. Yeah. Horror slash suspense thriller. There you go. See that that was that was the terminology I couldn't quite find when we were when we were talking uh yeah uh non spoilers um earlier, but yeah like I mean you know when when it it turns into like an actual slasher I I was genuinely surprised because there wasn't in my mind a precedent set for that. So like you know you watch like you know a, a classic slasher movie a Halloween or a Friday thirteenth or or whatever it's like you know you know what to expect but this something that that's more stylized more psychological more suspenseful I I was really kind of taken aback by the violence when when it happened yeah like yeah it definitely it, it definitely took me aback a little bit as well because like 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 we're watching the first half hour and you're not anticipating like nothing overly dark like like we see Eloise she's and she's studying her passion of becoming a costume designer and and nowhere in those first 30 minutes do, do you get those those context clues like oh boy like there's going to be some aspect of murder here like Edgar keeps that and kept that very 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 close to his chest Absolutely. And and that really kind of kicks off basically the, the second act of the movie where you really think that uh, that Matt Smith's uh, uh, Jack character is, is a murderer and that and mm-hmm. that um, and, and that Sandy uh, and uh, Anya Taylor Joy has has been murdered by this guy. And it becomes it becomes like a a murder mystery in a way where Ellie is trying to put the pieces together one through her dreams, but also through, uh, you know, like going to the library and doing, yeah. Through, through researching actual facts of the facts of what, of whatever case it is. Cause, cause even, and, and even just going off her dreams alone and Ellie still doesn't have everything to go off on. Right. And, and then we discover that what she thought she knew wasn't entirely the truth and that that was one of those other things so like i i had settled into where it's like okay the rest of the movie is 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 this murder mystery and then uh you you get this this absolutely brilliant parlor scene with uh with dame diana rigg as uh as ms collins and it's just like uh oh the the uh the police stopped by and and uh and ellie pieces the the horrible truth together and it's like oh you 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 won't be telling anybody don't worry about it and 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 it kicks off the 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 climax which uh, again was just um just absolutely uh stunning in terms of uh uh, expertly absolutely and and is just as as an amazing set piece like um you like you know uh when when the uh um i the ghouls i guess you you would call her like you know breaking through the walls and and uh so much uh shattered glass imagery like you know uh broken mirrors broken glass and i just i i love that stuff yeah all of those mirrors playing and, and just playing so so integral like just like that twist review like i will admit i didn't i didn't give much thought to those and to the to the presence of mirrors like but mm-hmm. they're they're a MacGuffin all the same 
Oh my gosh, yeah. And it reminds me. I I don't know if uh, if you're familiar with uh, with the show as all at all, but there was a there was a show on CBS called Cold Case, and it was it was a it was a crime. Oh, yeah. It was a crime procedural, and basically the gimmick of it was is it would take place in two different time periods. So you'd have like present day, and then sometime in the past, and like you know they would cast younger actors, um, and and there would be a lot of um, Sometimes like it wasn't necessarily like looking in mirrors, but like it would transition back and forth from time periods. And it was it was pretty slick and stylish and yeah, very, very seamless. Absolutely. And how they and how they approach that. And I I really liked I, I joked on Twitter. I said, you know, um, uh, last night in Soho is the best episode of Cold Case you've never seen um, <laughs> for, for, for the four people that, that would get that. But I I just I, I just thought, I mean, it's all over the trailers, but all of the stuff with with uh, Ellie and Sandy and the switching back and forth, especially like in the early dance uh, scene where where they're dancing with uh, with. Yeah. Jack, they, it, yeah. 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 Oh, and the first dance scene with Jack. I thought I thought you were the first one. I thought I I thought you were talking about that like the very first scene in the film where we where we see Eloise in her room pat and like packing for and packing for the big move to Soho. Yeah. Like, and you and, and you see I can't remember if that if that was Sandy in the mirror in that gold dress in that in that first scene in the in the bedroom, or if that was just a random imaginary friend. No, that's her mom. Oh, yeah, no, that so. OK, so so the thing about Ellie and I like I love that they don't over explain it. It has has a very Stephen King uh, quality. It, you know, Eloise is basically a Stephen King character uh, for 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 mm. my for my taste in that. Like she has there's something going on with her. Uh, some kind of strange, I guess, sixth sense, you could call it, um, where basically she sees ghosts. She sees dead people. She's she's occasionally haunted by the ghost of her mom who took her own life. Yeah. So so and and the mom shows up a, a couple times and they're in the beginning. And it's like it's not overly explained, like even even the grandma character is like. Oh well, you know, don't get overwhelmed. So it's like there's there's some backstory where where Ellie has yeah. had these problems before, where she's seen ghosts and interacted with uh, with with spirits, and and so basically, like at some point, she's like, it's happening again, that that kind of thing. So this this yeah yeah, so somewhat reliving that traumatic that traumatic experience through seeing Sandy tr and trying to rise to fame as a mm -hmm. cabaret performer. And yeah, so it's, it's, and, and, and it's just, um, I, I mean, again, Thomas McKenzie is just, is just so incredible in this role and like how she sells the heartbreak when like suddenly Sandy's life is not so glamorous as she thought it was. Cause like early in the movie, once she realizes that she can, you know, slide into Sandy's life in the other timeline, you know, she, she's excited about it, but then it's, then she dreads even going to sleep, which, which is terrifying in itself. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like, like anyone's mm -hmm. could be anyone's worst fear then basically like, 
you're too afraid to sleep because you and because you know what's going to happen if you and if you can't wake up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, before uh, before too much time uh, uh, gets away, I, I have to call out the the for me, like the most arresting uh, uh, sequence in the movie. And and it is when um, when Ellie has um, uh, what is the character's name, John, the uh, the 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 would be suitor, the the boyfriend, she uh, sneaks. Sneaks oh, him yeah. into the house, you know, no boys after after 10 p.m. And oh, right, 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 right. Ellie's Ellie's classmate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, and um, she sees what she thinks happens to Sandy, and it is just like I I was I was like white knuckling my my uh uh the uh the armrest uh because it was just like so visceral not just not just the 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 literal horror of it but also just the the pure terror that that thomas and mckenzie is selling in that scene especially like i mean like what they did with uh the the lighting and her makeup where like you know she's got like the the pale white face but then like the black eyes and they're starting to like streak down uh the the sides of her face i mean it's just and um you know the 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 flashing of the knife where like you see her her raccoon eyes reflected in the in the plunging knife it is it is disturbing oh, yeah. and it and it's imagery that really uh sticks with you but it's also still in a very um on brand edgar wright type of stylish um uh stylish type of um thing if if that makes sense yeah somewhat somewhat subtle to a degree that that you you just you don't you you can't quite you can't quite wrap your, wrap your head around it until, until you're actually seeing it with your eyes Absolutely. So, um, so as a as, as we get ready to uh, wrap up, because it looks like our um, our time is starting to run short. Um, any other particular thoughts, observations? Now, now that we're in full on spoiler town, I did. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I did want to cover one cover one other thing that I that that I realized with the with the ghosts and those suitors. Man, were this man with the sixties. <laughs> Full of mis- full of misogyny. Yeah, like oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah, and Edgar and Ed. I mean, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Edgar and Edgar decided to cover that territory in this movie, and and give that that sense of that sense of of like painful past memories, a visual presence in the form of ghosts. Mm-hmm. So I that I mean that that was that for me that was definitely a another big sticking point that 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 made. That felt very right in the moment. It worked for the scene. It was kind of it was a more ghost, a more apparitionary take on say this on say the on say like the, the entire plot line of promising young woman women. Yeah. Did, did yeah. you ever oh, see that yeah. one? Promising Absolutely. young woman. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That was. Yeah. That was a great yeah, one. Yeah. No. From last you're year. right. There. There is a little bit of connective tissue there. Um. Especially when it's it's very much an empowerment thing, where it's like. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Sandy is no victim. And and I thought that was a really cool turn. I it's just like and and even like and it even like messes with you even further when like you almost have sympathy for the ghouls where they're like help us. And and it, yeah, like yeah 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 like that like that false claiming claiming for help. Please please don't mm-hmm. let us die. That yeah, that just yeah, just full of 
full of bull. Exactly. And, and so, um, so where, where does this, uh, uh, fit in for you? Kind of like fall, uh, final verdict. Cause like, you know, we, we, we said it's not perfect, but, um, we, we didn't really criticize it very much now that I think about yeah. it. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm, I am going to give it a little more, I, I do need to give it a little bit more thought to figure out, to, to figure out where my critical edge, my critical sword per se falls on this thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't quite have the cat, like the emotional or celebratory cachet that baby driver had for me. Cause, cause I mean, baby, I mean, baby driver, yeah. like no pun, like pun very much intended because man, because it does, because it deals with cars fire very much fired on all cylinders as far, as far as Edgar's films goes mm-hmm. this, I mean, and this, this one wasn't, this one wasn't bad. It was, it was, it was easily a four out of five for me. Like, yeah. like, like I couldn't be happier that he, that he's, that he's continuing to experiment a little bit with these, deep genre films that that's that's mm-hmm. that's so, somewhat explore his influences in a way like 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 you like like you could see see the nicholas you, you could see the nicholas rogue in this film you could see the roy the roy ward baker you could see yeah that that, that sense that sense of those old 60s like those those hammer films that the old 60s hammer mm-hmm. films that, or, or 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 like say one say one of vincent price's more subdued films anything anything along those lines i couldn't be happier that that he's right and that he he is riding that wave he, he he's he's staying very faithful to to those influences and just and just really trying to rewrite the book for the and for, for any genre he dabbles in like it's been a good year for him two in a row because i really i really hope you i really hope you've seen the sparks brothers by now I haven't. I I missed. You it. need to see the Sparks Brothers. It's a great documentary, and and, and that's another. That was another, for me. That was another case of of him of him of him just rewriting the rule book because mm-hmm. we because I mean, granted, we had never seen a documentary film by Edgar Wright. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I appreciate the the recommendation for um for me uh it, it's a little long, um it, it's a little slow uh to start yeah, with me, just in terms of me. Yeah, may, yeah, may, maybe twenty, maybe twenty minutes taken out would have would have helped a little bit. Yeah. Or, I, I, no, 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 not not twenty, more like ten. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. May, maybe get to maybe get to the second act reveal a little quicker. Maybe um, just just in terms of like pacing, I guess. But I like that though. I mean, I like the, so I like this movie, but I I am afraid that it's not going to find an audience. I think it's going to be. A, a Scott Pilgrim situation where folks are going to discover it later. Um, so again, go watch it. Yeah. I might, yeah. I might get a little lost in the lost in the ether at first. Yeah. Cause I also think if the horror hounds are looking for like a true horror, this might no. not deliver. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll probably, they'll probably find that more in antlers. Yeah, which exactly like of the two. Yeah, yeah no, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Antlers will probably will probably have the will probably have the bigger horror pool. I mean, I can't say for sure because because I haven't because I haven't seen it yet. I could I, I couldn't make that screening. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, so for me, it's, it is, uh, it's, it's not a grand slam home run, but it's still a home run for Edgar Wright. And this shows me that he's a master of genre bending. He can make whatever kind of movie he wants. And, you know, you, you had mentioned, uh, several, uh, uh, auteurs from, from the sixties, and this was actually an Easter egg in, uh, last night in Soho, but, um, he's John Carpenter. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I, I feel like just in terms of like that, 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 um, 
adaptability. Um, I, I just love that they served carpenters at that at at the pub. I, I like that that was a brand of beer that they had, but that's oh. that, that's really what what um yeah caught my caught my ear. For the record, the gro- the groan was was that I I totally did not I didn't catch that. There there were there were definitely some things that I didn't catch, but that's and but but that's definitely that's definitely a good a good advertisement for being being willing to see this thing at least more than once at least twice because i mean this is one of those for me this was definitely one of those films where i i knew i enjoyed it it was a winner but it's it's worth seeing i know it's going to be worth seeing a second time to let every to to let to let these elements sort of sort of sort of fester in your mind a little bit more absolutely absolutely i i'm going to catch it again and especially any movie with like a twist and especially like this where it has i guess kind of like a double twist knowing how the movie plays out now you can go back and knowing what you know from the beginning um it's it's reward i think it'll be a very rewarding rewatch yeah you'll yeah you'll be able to pick up the pieces a little bit more and and you'll be able to and you'll be able to catch those catch those errant bits that that you couldn't you couldn't quite you couldn't quite notice the first time because you're and and because you were focused on that world on that world building Absolutely. And I think that will close it out for our review of last night in Soho. It's a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a couple of four star reviews. It's a lot of championing. It's a lot of enthusiasm. Go watch this movie. Uh, Joe, thank you so much for taking the time. This, uh, this, this was great catching up. Absolutely, dude. It was it was really really great to see what really great to ca- really great to catch up with you. And of course, and of course, again, I'll say this again, be prepared to pack your patience. Cause, th- cause there's a lot and there's a lot, there's a lot, to discover in this movie, just pack your patience because the payoff will be great. So yeah, thank you again, Carter. Absolutely. And um, so I I know we're uh, a little bit past our time here, but uh, do you do you want to talk about KGRG for a hot minute? Of course. And it's and and any time's a good time to talk to talk about our old our old stomping grounds. I wonder. Of course, I wonder if if the audience for this podcast is aware. There's and there has definitely been a little. Um, some there's definitely been some some roster changes with our with two of our fearless mm-hmm. leaders of course our old our gm tom evans crosby has re- and he's retired after a fan after an incredible career that spanned about 40 years and and his his counterpart on the am side and and and, and your and your good yeah. friend who, who who used to be over at mm-hmm. como he's and he's taken on he's taken on the full-time gig as as the news director over at Cairo, it, news director, yeah, absolutely, and and it's a it's a lifelong dream of his. Yeah. Uh, of course, we're talking about uh, one of my great mentors, Charlie Harger, uh, formerly of uh, Como News Radio, now a uh, news director of uh, of Cairo News, and I, you know I I, I couldn't be. Uh, happier and couldn't be more proud of him. I, you know, I follow him on Twitter and it's just like, you know, I, I could just, I, I could feel the excitement uh, uh, coming off of him and in, in all the cool new stuff uh, that he's talking about in his, uh, in his new adventures. And, and like you just said, Joe, you know, um, our, our leader, uh, KGRG's longtime leader, uh, Tom Evans Krause, uh, you know, after uh, uh, 25 plus years um, at the helm, um, you know, both uh, teaching the classes and uh, being the general manager of the radio station, you know, uh, uh, help uh, shepherding uh, countless students like you and I mm-hmm. and and many of our friends, uh, folks that have gone through 
uh, both of our respective buildings uh, where where we're working here in uh, in uh, in in Seattle Radio, and it's uh, so I I thought um, yeah I mean we I, I thought for like just a quick sec we would just kind of like reflect on on that time and and um, uh, that experience and I guess so Joe my question for you is what 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 does it mean to you to be a be a um, KGRG kid means the world it definitely it definitely changed my life for the better it, and when and from the moment i knew that there were that there was a broadcasting program at kgrg like uh, like i had before then like in the in the week in the months before i i genuinely had no idea what, what my calling was going to be like it, like at first i i had this like half-baked dream that i was probably going to try to go into theater acting or something but yeah, I, I sort of, I sort, I sort, I sort of knew that was kind of that 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 was gonna be that was gonna be a little tricky to try to get into. So, so re- real realizing that okay, Green River College has a has a has a full working radio program. This could this could be interesting. This could this could definitely help me help me shape shape my future career goals. And I think it did a little more than that, like a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and my, uh, my story is very similar and I've talked about this countless times in all of my radio shows and all of my podcasts, but, uh, for me, the, uh, radio broadcasting program at Green River College in, in Auburn, um, and through the, the radio stations at, uh, at KGRG, it, um, it, Help me find a passion I didn't know I had. I uh, I was at Green River as an IT student, and I uh, basically I needed something to do um, for a uh, for summer quarter, and uh, my wife suggested to me it's like, hey man, why, do do a fun class? And I was like, fun class. And I I happened to come out of you know one one of my IT classes uh, towards the end of spring quarter, and I see a flyer on the on the wall. It says, "Be on the radio, KGRG," and it's got uh, pictures of kids talking into microphones, not all that dissimilar to the ones we're using mm-hmm. right now, and using control equipment that that we actually use in our in our day to days. And I was like, you know what? I I've I've always been um, a fan of uh, radio as a medium and and, uh, you know, and and yeah, I just I, I found a passion I didn't know I had uh, because like I, I I found my people, I found my calling and I'm like, I, I'm a broadcaster now. There, there there's no going no, back. Absolutely. And not. like it, it, it for yeah. sure. Un- like like like. From the from the first moment that that I was stepped into that into that main studio with the mic in front of my face, it it unlocked something that mm-hmm. has just has just grown in my mind from from day one. Like you said, there's no and once you got one taste, you're hooked. You're not you, you can't go back. Absolutely, we we call it getting bit by the bug, and that is that is very much a real thing because yeah, yeah we got bit it, we got bit hard. Yep. And, and and we're not the only ones. I mean, it's like, you know, uh, all over the country and over the last uh, 25 years, you know, that there's I mean, KGRG is a name that you can drop in in radio circles and folks know what that is. It, it, it is a program that has a reputation that precedes itself. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And like 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 you just said, like. Like the reach and the the reach that like so many alums have had from the very beginning, it's 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 just crazy how far they how far they've gone. 
Mm-hmm. And and it and it is a time of change and transition, you know. So again, uh, Tom's retiring or has retired. Sorry, uh, Tom has retired. Um, Charlie has moved on, you know, because of like his his full time duties uh, over at Cairo. He's um, uh, not able to continue teaching his podcasting class. So there's there there there's change in the wind. So I just kind of thought that you know, being being both uh, alumni ourselves, I thought we would take a, a just a moment to just kind of you know, share and, and, um, uh, reflect on our experiences there because it, it's, it's literally life-changing. Yeah. And, and I'll say this about Tom, like, like, like you see him and you see a, a breadth of experience that a breadth of experience and an endless, an endless, array, an endless array of wisdom and, uh, endless array of wisdom and homespun midwesterness. <laughs> that's, that's that's very true. Yeah, he's he's very folksy. Yeah, <laughs> let me. Yeah. and I mean that with all with, the with, with the, the infection. So in the much, world. so much respect for him. Yeah, and and because because he has that he 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 had that down to earth that down to earth quality about him that that really rubbed off on how on how on how he shared his experience and how he shared the the uniqueness of of the broadcasting world like. Yeah, like, 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 I mean, I mean, uh, an instructor is an instructor, but but an instructor who share who who can who who can go the extra mile to share to share his own perspective on 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 that world. And and that that's how you retain that's that's how you retain that knowledge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and a hell of a legacy. So we wish mm-hmm. uh, 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 Tom and Charlie both uh, all of the best in their in their future endeavors. Yes, I would. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, of course, neither of us would neither of us would, would be where we are without them. So I'm literally, hopefully, yeah. literally. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I, we, yeah we, we'd be in a completely different. We, we, we probably wouldn't even be talking right now. We're not for them. So no, nope. nope. Tom, nope. Charlie hats off to you guys and thank you for everything all right so uh so joe again this has been an absolute blast i really appreciate you taking the time but before we part ways for now mm-hmm. could you let folks know uh where we can find your uh stellar movie reviews and how we can get in touch with you uh, of course so yeah just uh yeah you can find me at 989bull.com for my reviews just go and just look for movie reviews by joe at the on-air tab uh, I'm mo- and I am most active on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at Joe the Hammer, and I have to double check my Instagram just to, just to remind myself what my handle is because it's it's it, it, it's a bit it's a bit of a weird one. It's uh, on Instagram JP hash ninety three nineteen. I probably need to change that. <laughs> it's not until like you say it out loud where it's like oh wait a second <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's a weirdo name but but yeah i'm more i'm more active on twitter so so that that's where you'll probably find me the best terrific and uh and you are a member of the seattle film critic society so you know we yes of course so yeah 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 so, yeah, yeah i'll i'll plug them to make sure make sure you make sure you're following them on on twitter at seattle critics that's when that's where you'll, that, that's where you'll probably find my stuff being retweeted al- along with uh along with the material posted by some by some of my peers and they're they are a fantastic group i'm, I'm, I'm obviously i've met a few of them mm-hmm. right 
Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, uh, and again, you know, we, we, we spoke earlier where it's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm so proud that you found your people, you know, you found your place, you found your yeah. people and, and not, not mm-hmm. everybody gets to enjoy that in life. So I, again, I, 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 I'm so happy that like, you know, you're, you're part of the society, you're writing reviews for the bull, you know, you're, uh, um, uh, do you, you want to talk about some of the other, uh, cool stuff that you're doing over there while, uh, while you're, uh, uh, while we're plugging you away. I'll just briefly, and I'll just briefly say that I am, uh, I, I am also on, you can also hear me on air if, if you happen to be listening between mid between midnight and 5 a.m. on Sunday mornings, so so I'm, so I'm on between I'm on in between a in between a really popular syndicated show and the 5:30 a.m. weekly public affairs program. Ah, very good, I, I love. It. I served and I happily served that 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 bridging gap whilst and whilst dishing out dishing out dishing out a lot of new country songs, including including some stuff we probably probably normally wouldn't play during other during other day parts i i love that i you know i i have a soft spot in my heart for overnight radio because like you know uh, previous jobs i had i would be i would be driving around overnights and yeah you're right i would hear all kinds of uh music that i wouldn't normally hear because like that that's where a station's kind of like experiment a little bit it's like let's let's yeah, see what- exactly we exactly we te- that that's our testing ground mm-hmm. like and like you'll like you'll hear some stuff that's that's fairly new like like very like very new artists who probably you you probably never heard mm-hmm. of and get, get their chance to shine in that dim spotlight at 2 a.m well everybody's gotta start somewhere and it it mm-hmm. it's really not to get too weirdly philosophical but that's not all that much different from what we were doing back on kgrg playing today's rock it's like well what's today's mm-hmm. rock well it's it's the rock of today it's like and and there were yeah, so, like so many artists that i discovered that i had never heard of and then uh, one of the things that, w- that was weird uh not weird but like weirdly satisfying for me is to where i actually got to witness firsthand the life cycle of a song like you know like our our the music folks at kgrg found something that was like new and hot and interesting we played it and then like the the local uh big time alternative radio station would pick up on it and then finally like the big uh flagship rock station would pick up on it and then finally like the adult contemporary station would pick on it and i actually saw that cycle in my time there at kgrg and it was it was weird but it was also kind of satisfying at the same weird, time weird weird but amazing that's that's and and that's what it, that's what a good tastemaker does like yeah like like we're like like we're that like we're, we're that first voice that spread and that spreads that that spreads that that wisdom of a brand new artist into the world Absolutely. Well, uh, great sense of pride there. Definitely. And, and hopefully that will be uh, uh, something that the next generation of aspiring broadcasters uh, will have as well. Uh, Joe Hammerschmidt, uh, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join us. Uh, any, uh, any particular parting thoughts, last words before, uh, before we part ways for now? Um, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll just close. I, 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 I for, I, cause, and cause I know, I, I, I know you mentioned this off air before we started, mm-hmm. But just for and for all the craziness that we encounter in this industry, the the biggest the biggest thing that our mentor always said: the more things change, the more things change. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for for not uh, letting me forget about that. I I, I was going to sprinkle that in there somewhere, and then like I think I dropped it in my segues in uh, transitions. But yeah, that is that is a perfect button to uh, end on. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, again, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, man. Oh. Let's not. And hopefully, we'll do this again soon. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah, if we I, I I'd love to do something um again like on something like this, like you know, where we happen to be at the same screening or something like that. Yeah, no, this is this is great fun. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right, dude. Thanks, well, Mike. Uh, I I will let you get back to your uh, uh duties, keep those meters running, keep those media social, and uh and uh you take care, all right? Yeah, same to you, buddy. Thanks again. And that will wrap things up for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with us. And if you want to listen to all of my past shows, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever the heck else you listen to your podcasts. And you can go check out the full show archive out on SoundCloud. Five years and over 300 episodes worth of shows there. Become a Mike Cybertronian and join the MSRP Friends and Fans Facebook group and tune in for the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast live stream out on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook Live. Like, share, rate, and review the show. Let us know what you like and what you'd like to hear more of in the future. For my guest, Joe Hammerschmidt, my name is Mike. This has been Mike Seibert Radio. And until next time, tell all or one, make choices. You've been listening to the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching at Mike Seibert Radio. Email us at MikeCybertRadio at gmail.com. The spelling on that, of course, is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out ByDoorMusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert Radio production. Miss Collins? Yes? It's Ellie. We spoke on the phone. Oh, yes. Room is on the top floor. Have a few rules. Don't take smokers. I don't smoke. No male visitors after eight o'clock. That's a problem. And no using the laundry room at night. It rattles right through to mine. I don't do laundry. I. I mean... I don't do nighttime laundry. I do do laundry. I'm very clean. Good. It's a bit old fashioned for some, but I won't do nothing to it. If you don't like it, you can find somewhere else. It's perfect. I love it.